Welcome to Prime Cohesion. Please join us as we move forward in this endeavor. We hope you join us for some banter and laughs as we touch on the real life topics that united us. Oh yeah, we back with our usual shenanigans and whatnots. We're gonna touch on some football, baby. How about the dogs? Man, so these fucking fuckers in the span of a little less than two hours, starting at 2.51 p.m., and I got the last one at 4.42 p.m., I got 10 phone calls from 10 different phone numbers, about $749 on my Amazon account. It's a spam guy? I it's assume. All fake. It's all fake, but one of them was from a phone number, then one of them was from BCD Travel. Then one was from Valero Energy. Then one of them was from St. Germain Mellis. Then there was one from C. Treadwell. Then one from, I shit you not, Goo You. <laughs> G-U-E-Y-O-O. <laughs> and it was all about the same exact thing. $749 in your Amazon account. If you want to dispute these from Dayton, Ohio, please press one. Fuck you. It's all bullshit. It's all. I don't think Amazon would call me from 10 different phone numbers over the span of two hours. About 700. They just charged me $750 and go appreciate it. What you've been doing on the dark web there, Smitty. Right. But people just fall for this shit. It makes me. I mean, that me and the wife were talking about it. I'm like, that is harassment. 10 phone calls. I mean, some of them were, I think the bulk of them, like six of them were like 10 minutes or less apart. Just phone call after phone call after phone call. One of them was one minute apart. I like the ones about uh, reducing my APR on my credit card. I I, I don't like see a lot of them because I screen everything. Google has that screening service. Yeah. Where I can just hit screen call and then it just and it hangs up on them and I can't leave a message. So it also tells you also tells you if it's likely spam. Yeah. You know, Which sometimes all, I'm all just in are. the mood. You know, sometimes I'm just in the mood to talk to them. <laughs> just waste their time for about an hour. Hi, you know my what? Name, my name is Phil. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. My name is Phil. <laughs> Your name's not Phil. Yes, it is. Hello, oh, my name is Becky. <laughs> Your name is Go You. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was wa- I was watching this thing earlier and this guy's name popped up in the super chat and it was Dixon Cider. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen all those Dixon Cider freaking things? All the- the puns, yeah. With no, like, there's a there's a whole fucking. They did commercials for Dick and <laughs> Cider. Oh my god, they're fucking. My daughter loves Dick and Cider. <laughs> it is fucking awful. My wife is a huge fan of the sixty four ounce Dick and Cider. <laughs> All right, I like I like the videos of the guy going into like the uh, 
restaurants, like the fast food restaurants, and he gives the name. Then they come out and they say it out loud. Yeah. Like the guy's not standing right in front of them. They knew who it was. (laughs) Dude, this is so played out. Yeah. So did you guys watch any of the football? I'm assuming you did. Of course. I didn't watch football since Thursday. I didn't watch one single game. I've seen zero football. Good for you. (laughs) Absolutely zero. I know Georgia won. Uh, Florida barely can won. You guys had a hard time with uh, with, with, a very, with a very good Utah team. They're a top yeah. ten team. They will probably be ranked in the top ten at the end of the year. Yeah, I think they're going to cakewalk through the Pac-12 and they'll win the Pac-12. And if things happen in the Big Ten and the Big Twelve, you could see them in the playoff with. That being their only loss, they're they're really good. The, uh, I think all the big teams. Uh, there was no upsets, was there, over the weekend? I don't think so. Georgia did. How did Georgia? I didn't watch the game. How did Georgia look? I mean, they played. They looked like Oregon. they were playing a high school team. So did Georgia look that good, or is Oregon just that bad? That's what I'm saying. Uh, me and Taylor were talking about that one. They didn't look That's rusty. Good. They threw it down, huh? Yeah. I mean, they pretty much had the backup quarterback in by the third. And they already had. I was going to say, did they bring him up for the second half? or? Yeah. It was 28, 28 to nothing in the first quarter. 28 nothing? I think 21, 28 nothing against a number 11 ranked Oregon. Oregon's ranked 11. So Georgia mm-hmm. did look good. Oregon didn't look that well, Oregon must have looked bad, too, somewhat. I mean. Yeah, they didn't look that good to me. Kirby so, said after the game, we just have better players. Is that what he said? Yeah, he said that publicly. Well, that's that's the short line. He said something along the lines of, he was talking about Dan Lanning, who's the Oregon head coach, who was the former D.C. at Georgia. He said, you know, Dan and I are good friends, and he would never say this out loud, but he knows what the truth is, and we just have better players. Well, there's nothing you can do about that. Talent's talent. Who's that? Well, there is something you can do about it, but I guess you can blame your recruiters. Well, I mean, it's his first year there, so, I mean, this is he just took over, so okay, he, he's got time to change it. He's not being judged on this, really, on this first year. I know a single grandpa up in the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to pimp out my mother, Jesus. Well, no, I'm trying to pimp. I'm trying to pimp out Amber's grandpa. <laughs> Don't know about that. I like the nah. guy. He's a good guy. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'm wrong. All right, so let's see. What did we have? We had. All right. All right. So let's start at the top. West Virginia and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh beat non-ranked West Virginia. That was enough. You see that UFC? I think, well, maybe it wasn't UFC, but it was an MMA fighter. When she was celebrating her win, she flashed the crowd. No. On accident or she did it on purpose? Oh, no. She did that all on purpose. She said, I whooped her ass. Look at my titties. Yeah, something like that. 
trying to see. If, damn, Miami beat. Oh, it's Bethune. They beat Bethune. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are you on? ESPN? What are you on? No, I'm just on. I'm looking at the scores. Week one. I'm just looking at all the scores. Oklahoma beat. Oklahoma won. Michigan won. Every, everybody who is supposed to well, win one. Yeah, for the most part. USC um, beat Rice. In some of these, you're like, why are they playing each other? But the Georgia game? The Georgia game? Yeah. Dude, that was a bloodbath from start to finish. I mean, first string, second string, third string. They all... It, it it didn't matter. It didn't matter who Georgia put in. Well, why so, did Alabama, why did poor Utah State have to be? <laughs> Utah State's a good team. Utah State won the... Uh, they Not won according the, uh, to Mountain, Alabama. They won the Mountain West Conference last year. <laughs> <laughs> They're not that's even a, ranked. That's it. Well, you know, everybody can't be ranked. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the top 25 can. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, and the You're top playing 25. the number one ranked team. Damn. See, here's the issue: is when they split into this college football playoff thing. Uh huh. They should have split into another division because they created this power five, group of five, like big conference, little conference bullshit. So now they're going to twelve teams, and all that's going to do is guarantee that one of these other conferences. It is not going to win it. Gets in. Gets a spot. Yeah, gets a spot. They get to so, go to this dance. Notre they Dame get, lost. They lost to Ohio State. Ohio State stacked. Oh, okay. And that's not a bad loss. Like eleven points. Notre Dame will probably still be top ten at the end of the year. Well, they were. They were. They're still ranked fifth, according to this. They're ranked fifth. But Ohio State's number two. So. Uh, Texas A&M did not look good against Sam Houston State. Clemson plays tonight. Uh, Michigan looked good against Colorado State, but it is who's coaching uh, Texas A&M? Uh, Jimbo Fisher. Oh, Jimbo's still there. Okay, yeah, he's still there. Yeah, he bought. He paid thirty million dollars for his last recruiting class. So, yeah, Jesus Christ! NC State barely beat East Carolina. Yeah, that was a good game. There was a couple good ones. The Arkansas and uh, Cincinnati game was good. Uh, Mississippi, look, anybody watch the Mississippi-Troy game? Ole Miss? Uh, they look good. Jackson, the transfer from USC, Jackson Darty. Wisconsin kicked the shit out of Illinois State. So, actually, Utah was favored over Florida. Yes, they yeah, were. they were two and a half, three points, something like that. Them boys were throwing up in the middle of the first quarter, bro. Really? No shit. <laughs> that humidity, something else, man. They ain't... <laughs> it's brutal. Yeah. They played the swamp. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, we got Sanford night. next. Yikes! That's the team that scored fifty-two on us last year. Sanford. Yeah, we had to beat. We had to play. We had to score seventy to beat them. Alabama's playing Texas A and M. They're playing Texas. Or, no, they're playing Texas. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be a bloodbath. Probably. Everybody, they're saying, somebody was telling me, they think this is Alabama's best team yet. Really? Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that this is the most complete team that Saban has had. I've heard that. Hmm. You hear that? I think you hear that every year. He was right when he said, 
when he said last year was a rebuilding year for him, I mean, technically it was. He was pretty young across the board. I'm pretty sure that's the game that sealed Dan Mullen's fate. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because a guy asked him. So in the post, me and me and Mike at work, we joke about this all the time. The guy asked him in the post-game press conference. He said, hey, you know, uh, Sanford just scored. Uh, you know, that's an FCS team. They just scored 52 points on you guys. And Dan Mullen stands up there and he's like, that's your narrative. <laughs> My narrative is that Emory Jones just went out there and broke the all-time total offensive record for Florida. I'm like, oh, my God, this guy. Yeah, well, <laughs> got to spin think. it. Yeah, I think it was after the Kentucky game. After the Kentucky loss, he quit. And then, because he was catching so much heat from the fans, he decided, okay, I'll show you guys. I'm going to start Anthony Richardson, the phenom court freshman quarterback that you guys are asking for. I'm going to throw him out there in his first ever start against the greatest defense that anybody known to man has ever seen <laughs> at the University of Georgia. What in the fuck? And he got slaughtered. Yeah. Well, and then it was just, you know, once you got in the game, it was just bad coaching decision after bad coaching decision. Uh, yeah, I, I guess he had given up at that point. Oh, no, I think he was trying to throw games at that point. I think he was trying to get fired because he had a $12 million buyout. Oh, well, money. He knew, he knew that as long as he got fired without doing anything technically wrong, Florida was going to pay his buyout. They had but he to. said, he said, fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck the season. Fuck all this shit. I'm out. Well, they don't really have a choice. They have to honor the contract, right? No. They can go to arbitration and negotiate down. And Technically, uh, they could have fired Dan Mullen for Caras because he uh, put Florida on a one-year probation. Uh, what was it probation for? You remember? Illegal, he had an illegal tour of high school athletes. Team, like a seven-on-seven -seven team, came to the school unannounced during a time when they shouldn't have been on on campus. Yeah, there's like real strict rules yeah. on when and when they can in there. Yeah, it's the dumbest thing, but they got a year of probation. He got a one-year show cause. So for him to coach in, in the SEC, again, he would have to get approval from the commissioner. And it's just stupid stuff. But yeah, the, it wasn't like he was out here like Jeremy Pruitt giving uh, – wads of cash and fucking McDonald's bags to recruits. I mean, he wasn't doing that. Honestly, should have been honestly for what those college kids got to put up with. I don't see why you can't pay them. They got well, they, fucking tuition. They got to pay off. They got half of them ain't going to make it to the fucking NFL. At least fucking give them something while they're playing in college shit. Well, they can make money now, but I do think that they're like, there's still rules on it though. And I mean, they can't just pay yeah. them to play again. They, no, you can't. There's, are, no, there's no pay to play, but okay, it's all through back channels. Okay, I went to this car dealership as the coach and said, hey, you're in this town. You need to support this school, and this is what we're going to do, or whatever, you know. 
and he works a deal with the car dealership and then the car dealership offers the athlete or whoever it is a NIL deal where they do a one-off commercial once every six months or some crap, you know, who knows, but they promote that brand. They have the whole point to NIL. It's just a um, marketing deal or a endorsement deal. That's all it is. So you're endorsing this product and they're going to pay you to endorse it. That's it. So it's basically like commercials. They're allowed to do commercials and you make, you're allowed to make money because you are who you are and the status that you hold. And this is the amount of money we're willing to pay you to do that. It's, it's really kind of taking the person out of the taking yeah, them out of their uniform for the time being. We're just we're just paying you the person, not you the athlete, kind of a thing. Right now, there is a other there is another side to it. Um, so there's a lot of schools that have what's called a collective or like a booster fund. It's just called a booster fund okay. that fan that fans can pay into. Maybe have a monthly subscription, a monthly contribution. It could be five bucks. It could be a hundred bucks. Could be whatever. And so these these organizations sign the players to deals, but the deals are predicated on fan interactions. So like they set up these events where you get to meet with the fans, or I've seen really cool stuff where like this one person, I guess, who subscribes or whatever. Their, it was their kid's birthday. One of the players like FaceTimed him. Okay. And was like wishing him happy birthday. You know, some kid who's a diehard fan or whatever, you know, stuff like that. So there's fan interaction involved with those. So gotcha. either way, they're still having to do something to, to earn the money. But weren't athletes always allowed? Weren't college athletes always allowed to do like fucking Wheaties commercials and shit like that and get paid or no? No. no. No, they weren't they never, because they were considered amateurs it's, and under stupid laws, amateurs are not allowed to make money. It, off it's them. supposed to be about the student athlete and it's gotten far from student athlete, in my opinion. What do you mean? It, you're, supposed, you're supposed to be a student athlete, not a semi-pro player. This is what college football's turned into. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of agree with that sentiment, but at the same time, you can't here here's here's where you get caught up in the wash on it as a student athlete now granted football players have it better than any other athletes on campus they make the Absolutely. most money they're the but they also bring and, in the most money yeah football and basketball are the only two sports in college athletics that make money every single other sport loses money Okay, so they have to take from the money. It doesn't lose money, it costs money. Yeah, it costs money. It doesn't, yeah, okay, yeah. Sorry, let's clarify that. (laughs) Football, basketball, large revenue stream. Yes. Uh, Everything else, cost. We're debiting the account. Yeah, pretty much. So, from my perspective, the schools should have done more around the scholarship, like what they provided for the athlete. Now you can argue semantics about the, everything that they have. There's a lot of schools that with football players who are bringing in the money, and those guys weren't on like meal plans. They weren't on 
They didn't have great living situations, things like that. That's where I kind of get caught up in the wash on it. Like, okay, if you're going to give me a full ride, give me a full ride. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there's, okay, so Josie goes to UGA. And it's well known. Like, Josie hated the football program when she was a freshman. Then by the time she became a sophomore, she realized the impact that the football team had on the college as a whole. Yeah, on the entire school. Now, the coach makes more money than any professor. The, the, The program brought in so much money, though. That money also got divvied up in the college. The football team does well. The whole college does well. They start the program. The sports program also gives money to every other program on campus because the money goes back to the college. This but like a percentage of that football money and the TV money and the commercial money and the merchandise, all that goes to the whole college. So now she kind of, she still doesn't like the football program, but she appreciates it for what it is, which is a revenue stream for the college for everybody because everybody benefits when like last year uga won it all well guess what their merchandise went through the fucking roof and so did a lot of the support the alumni i mean everything now this year ticket sales are going to go up because they're defending champions so you win it like that or you run a good you get a good run for a few years like alabama has and the revenue stream just stays there for like 10 20 years and it's fantastic for everybody involved the whole college but getting back to the point of they're supposed to be student athletes and and treated as such there's only a handful of kids i mean how many kids actually make it did play college ball actually go to the nfl not all of them so there are quite a few of them that are still just student athletes that are just you know they got a full ride to play ball but they're not going to play ball in the nfl and they know they're not they're getting an education out of it so I think the ones that need it to be their profession are trying to make it that way. But I think there's a lot of them that do benefit just as student athletes. I I get a free education out of it. I play ball and then I'm going to go be an attorney or a writer or a journalist or whatever the hell they're going to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think. And and the other point, you know, of that, the other side of that is like you saw in 2020 during the pandemic, like, how much these schools really depend on that football. Oh, yeah. They lost so much. I mean, you had schools shut down, like lacrosse programs and other sports, hanging on to football because you know that's the only revenue stream you got. Yeah, and you know it's coming back. Yeah. Kennesaw State's now, since they absorbed uh, Polytech, they absorbed that. They're a D1 football school now. Or D2. Really? D2 football school. Okay. Yeah. It's a fucking... Alabama murdered them a couple years ago. It's a... God damn, why would they have played? (laughs) Oh, my God. Pay them some money, man. Uh, Well, it helps the school that loses, too, because from what I understand, they get some of that uh, commercial revenue as well. That's why I... I That's how it was explained to me why these unranked teams would play like the number one. It's because they get money, too. Yeah. Well, also, like these big games, like the Oregon-Georgia game that just happened. Yeah. So, Georgia got $5 million for playing that game in Atlanta. Right. 
and Oregon, they got something. I don't know. Pride, I guess. Was it five million just TV money or just a flat rate? Flat rate. I think it was a contract they signed for being on TV, and they get that from the. Who do they get that from? The station that is playing the game, or because this I know. It would have been ESPN because ESPN owns all the TV stations. I didn't realize it the other day. The Apple TV played the Braves game, so we couldn't watch it. I I was like, what the fuck? I haven't been able to. I got YouTube TV. I haven't been able to watch a Braves game all year. They don't play local games. They don't have Bally Sports. It's on Bally Sports. They don't have it on the TED no more? Or whatever. No, it's not on the TED. It's not on TBS. It's not on ESPN. It's not on the MLB network. I always end up just having to watch the highlights on YouTube the next day. Yeah. So I won't be able to watch them to the playoffs when they're on Fox. I saw. No, I watched a Braves game on something. I got Hulu. They were on channel. I guess I watched their away games when they're not blacked out. Yeah. But going back to the colleges and stuff. So, like, I was looking up Florida. And in 2019, now they've signed new TV deals and all that stuff since then. But in 2019, they made 175 million revenue from athletics. That's athletics as a total. That's who. That's how much Florida made. Yeah, Florida. Um, See, that's a huge revenue stream. But in in 2020, that dipped to 139. I'm sure the numbers haven't been put out for last year but i'm sure it went back up right when people started to be able to go back yeah go to games and stuff and what are you gonna say jason so uga for the 2019-2020 season they reported spending 139 million total including a nation leading 3.82 million on recruiting whatever that means and then they also had the second most profitable football program among public FBS schools, netting nearly $85 million. So they spent $139 million, and they made $85 million in the 2019-2020 season. And in 21, they made $169 million in operating revenue. And the 122 million in operating expenses, leaving them 46 million. Still, you, you yeah. made 46 million. Yeah. yeah. For simply for simply existing and putting a product on the field. Please, if anybody has any questions or comments, hit us up at primecohesion at gmail.com or head to our Facebook page at uh, Prime Cohesion on Facebook and uh, leave some comments. We appreciate it. Thank you.